I'm talking refocusing on what it is that you want in your life because I had a very interesting time a couple of weeks ago and this is my journey back to finding focus on my goals and what I want to achieve. This is part two. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to part one, which is refocusing, listening to yourself. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. So you've spent a bit of time listening to yourself. You've figured out where you're at, where you went wrong, left yourself a couple of voice notes, done a couple of voice journals, and you're thinking, okay, cool, I've pulled myself out of this terrible thought spiral. What do I do now? Well, you need to define your goals. Get some clarity on what it is that you want in your life. And if you're not quite sure about what you want in life, there are a few really cool ways to go about doing this. And honestly, if you're at the point where you don't know what you want with your life, I'm a little bit jealous of you because I am plagued by my goals and what I want. And if you got no idea, this is the fun part. Like you have the ability to go out and just try anything and everything that takes your fancy. If you are interested in something, start there. Maybe you're interested in crocheting. Maybe you absolutely love being able to do something with your hands and you can't think of anything else when you're doing it. Well, follow that. Go further into it. Research it. Do something that will put you a little bit further in that field of crocheting or knitting or yarning or cross-stitching or whatever that is. It could be fishing. It could be anything. If you have an interest, if you have something that when you are doing it, the rest of the world melts away, that's something you should be leaning into, exploring further. And like I said, if you don't have a goal, you have the time and the means and the ability to go and do that. Now's the perfect time to go and try anything and everything and once you find something that you stick to and that you start loving then you just start putting a few more steps further into that goal that's how I got started with radio I was just vaguely interested in it I thought when I got my start in radio which was you know randomly being told that I could make a lot of money for not a lot of work and the person who told me that was clearly lying but I was interested in the media I thought I was going to be a journalist and then it turns out I really liked radio and I just lent further into media and here I am 12 years later a radio announcer here in Auckland in New Zealand so it's just a case of following what you like and if you don't know what you like go out and try new things to find out what you like maybe it's boys maybe you know you want to be an amazing pickup artist or girls you know no judgments if you're still stuck try writing a joy list things that put a smile on your dial and this can be anything like watching TV, seeing Farrah Fawcett's face, brushing your hair, brushing your sister's hair, just things that you really like doing. That's a really good foundation for things that you like, you know, things that bring you joy. And then you can go and explore from there. Another thing you can do is speak to other people about what it is that you like. Show other people this joy list. Tell them, hey, I'm looking for things to be passionate about and things to try and things to do. Here's my joy list. What do you reckon I should do? Talk it out with people because by talking it out, 
out, you're sharing your aspirations and what you want with your life, but you're also getting a little bit of feedback as to what is physically plausible for you. Like maybe you love scuba diving and you've always wanted to to try it out. And, you know, the best thing to do is to go out and try it out to know whether or not you like it and you want to be a marine biologist, say, well, if you live in a landlocked country, that could be a big, difficult thing. But if you talk to someone about it, say your parents or, you know, a family member or your friends or your uni counselor or whatever, if you tell them this, they can give you suggestions about how you can go about doing that. And it solidifies that you actually want to do something other than what you're doing right now, which is awesome. That gives you then a little bit more of a plan of attack. I talk about another way to figure out your goals with the legend that is Dan from Dirt Road Comms. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, jump onto Google and just type in Dirt Road Comms. The guy is incredible. We managed to have a really awesome chat about his why, his purpose, something which I will be getting a little bit closer into in the coming weeks. Unfortunately, the chat was terrible quality, so I can only give you a cheeky snippet of his advice, but genuinely go and get in contact with this guy. He's about to start his own podcast, so definitely keep tabs on him. But here is his advice about how you can figure out what your goals are. There are things in the world that are going to make you angry. That's a pretty good lead on the things you're passionate about. And, you know, we talk about passion a lot. And if you love what you do, you're not going to ever work a day in your life. And that is so, so fundamentally true. So if you feel like you're just a number in a big company and you're just churning and you're not getting anywhere and you're feeling this sense of unfulfillment, which I felt for a long, long time, the way out is to find your passion. But that's just such a generic term that is so hard to find. So my tactical information, my tactical suggestion would be, first of all, look around the world, follow your nose, you will have interests. Mm. Everyone has interests. And it's all well and good to have an interest. You know, if you are really into crochet, do crochet, that's great. But I don't know how much impact that's going to sort of have on the world. And I think that's where our generation is going. It's how we're starting to define success a little bit, is how much positive change we can influence on the people around us and our society as a whole. So yes, follow your passion. If you love crochet, rock and roll, you do that. But I think if you want to have impact, you've got to be angry because there's so much injustice around us. If you can find something that you're passionate about that also makes you angry because it's just fundamentally blatantly wrong and bad, then fucking go tackle it. Then you're never going to work a day in your life, you know, because then, then, then everything you're doing is laddering up to this greater cause. And even when you have these moments of like, oh, shit, and it sucked, and this project is never going to fly, and this client hates me, and blah, 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 which is just par for the course being a human, there's going to be this sort of, this reassurance that comes from knowing that you're doing the right thing. Look for stuff that makes you angry. That's and go, cool. And then go fuck it up. Yes. And go break it. I love that. <laughs> What wise words do you tell yourself to carry on when you're facing adversity or just, you know, wise words do you live by? There's a few quotes that I like to think about. One is done is better than perfect. Don't overthink stuff. Don't pull apart your own work. Do one proofread and send. Um, Don't fuck around. Uh, So that's helped a lot recently. The other one I really like is the best way to do it is to do it, which I, I can't remember her name who said it but it's just brilliant because you know we're so inundated with like hacks and blogs about you know someone's opinion on how you should move forward Mm. just 
just move, just do it. You know, it's classic startup mentality, minimum viable product, just get started. And you can fix stuff along the way, but don't paralysis by analysis. Mm. Just, just do it. You know, if you think you've got a perspective, start a website. It's going to cost you 50 bucks. You know, write a blog. If you're not a writer and you have another creative outlet, create with that and, and start spend, spreading your message with that. I, I'm lucky I'm, I'm a writer and that's my avenue and that's my format. If you're a people person, go advocate. Go stand on the street and tell people what you think and get them riled up. Mm. You know, just act and your path will become clearer. So yeah, the best way to do it is to do it. So then once you've set your goals, it's really important for me if you're anything like me, I'm a visual person and I'm the sort of person that needs to have everything out and on display, otherwise I will forget. That whole out of sight, out of mind thing is so incredibly true for me. So for me, one thing I recognized when I was out of focus a couple of weeks ago is my goals weren't clearly displayed anywhere in my room, right? I traveled, right? I put this in my suitcase when I moved to New Zealand because I knew I was going to need it. And by hell, do I need it? A little A4, less than A4 actually, little less than A4 sized whiteboard. It's tiny. I bought it from Kmart. I think it was like five bucks. And legit, this has really helped me because I wrote my goals on that thing. I think that was like day two or day three of me being in New Zealand. Honestly, by having it there, and I don't know that I read it every day consciously, but I know that my subconscious reads it, you know, when I wake up in the morning or when I enter my room, like it's there, it's in my peripherals. And I know that that's my goals. My goals are in a certain part of the room. So right now, my goals are creating a new and healthy routine with fitness and wholesome foods and self-care. And for me, going over to the shops and buying a whole bunch of chocolate and everything and candy when I was unfocused and stressed out was a definite uh, forgetting of my goals and just because they weren't displayed. Another thing is finding the right place. I am still currently on that journey, Um, killing it at the edge, getting back into the swing of things and finding my tribe, which is connecting with people. Now, those goals, right? What I was doing, the behavior that I was emitting in my low stressful point was nothing like that. I was, again, driving to halfway across Auckland to look at sound gear when that's got nothing to do with finding the right place, killing it on the radio or connecting with people. It was literally going out and spending money and buying crap that I don't need. So it's understandable why I was unfocused because a lot of my actions weren't in line with what I needed and clearly set myself out to do. So if you're visual, get yourself a whiteboard or get yourself a piece of paper and write it in as big wording as you can. So it can always be on display for you to see later down the track, or it needs to be on display in your room somewhere so that It's a visual reminder, but it's not something that you need to see every day. Do you know what? Even post-it notes work. I've got little tiny post-it notes, ones that I put on my mirror that make me feel good. And again, I don't read them consciously every day, but I know when I look in the mirror, I'm not telling myself bad words. And I think there is a, a great power 
in having these notes there for you. One thing I did when I was doing my fitness challenge was put a few uh, post-it notes on specific places around the kitchen, reminding me of my commitment to the challenge and my want to eat better and to consciously make the decision to have a healthy body and see the challenge through to the end. And by putting those post-it notes there, again, I didn't read them every day, but it was the fact that they were actually there. It would make me think twice because it was a visual reminder of my goal. So step two in refocusing is getting that clarity on my goals and being able to see them every day. Honestly, give it a go. You'll find how important that is to your life when they're not on display, like for me. I've since put my goals back on display and feeling pretty damn good about it. Okay, if you're thinking, Tiff, I've done this. I've set my goals. I have put them up. And now what? How do I stay focused with those goals? Well, I am going to be having a chat with a guy called Ron from Momentum NZ and he's got some really awesome advice about what to do now. Now you have your goals, you've got all these awesome ideas. Well, there's a cheeky hint in getting clarity but also focusing. So stick around. I will give you that chat that I have with Ron next week. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.